Well, babe, you're officially a mom. And you're officially a dad. <laughs> so my wife, Angela, is definitely my favorite blogger and YouTuber extraordinaire. And she's a pretty amazing wife, I must add. And my guess is that a lot of you may have seen my husband, Matt, on TV or in the movies. Wyatt from Timeless, Liam from 90210, anyone? Chicago from Pitch Perfect 3. I mean, he's bringing the sexy. All right, all right. So if you guys didn't know, Angela and I created a podcast called Hello Bump to chronicle our journey as expecting first-time parents. We really just started it for something for us to look back on, but we ended up really loving our weekly chat. Yeah, so much so that we couldn't stop there. I mean, now is the fun part, right? Now is the payoff for the nine months of pregnancy. Now is where our life begins. We have a brand new beautiful baby girl and we are so in love. And we want you guys to come on this new journey with us of figuring out, frankly, how to raise this little thing. We know it's going to be tough at times, but we also know the rewards are great. We're going to be chatting week to week about the joys and the struggles of learning how to do this parenting thing. I'm pretty sure we're going to mess up a lot. But from every mistake comes a lesson that we can pass on to you. So join us in this wild ride as we undertake our newest challenge, parenthood. Hello, Hello baby. baby. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast known as Hello Baby. It is 2019. New year, new me, baby. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like, what's new about you? Just it's everything. You look the same. Nope. It's brand new. I got a brand new shiny face everything is brand new oh, okay 22 year old <laughs> i wish man i wish i could be 22 years old again <laughs> i was looking at old pictures of myself today and thinking man i wish i had that body <laughs> well that's sad because your body now that you have has endured uh nine months of uh you know change uh-huh and uh, now you've got a prize at uh -huh. the end of the nine months. But like, I'm okay with my midsection. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my thighs. I didn't carry a baby in my thighs, you know? <laughs> okay. <So. clears throat> well, in case none of you guys know what we're talking about here, Angela uh, has my kid. She had my kid. Her name is. I Mac still have her too. I still have possession of her. You just, do. Okay, just in that's, case you're wondering. That's good because I haven't seen her in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Angela's my wife. Uh, my name is Matt Lanter, and uh, we've got a daughter, McKinley. She just turned one. Like since you heard the last podcast, she turned one, mm. and uh, mm. so that is big news around these parts. But uh, welcome to the podcast. It's Hello, baby. We talk all things parenting. It's our first official episode of 2019. Yeah, and uh, today we've got a little smorgasbord of things planned. Yeah, we took a little break for the holiday, Z holidays. Um, With a Z. <laughs> and it feels like it's been a long time since we've been off. This is my first break ever from work since I launched Hello Gorgeous on January 21st, 2013. Yeah, and I mean, you took a few you took a few weeks off just to kind of like- I took a week and a half, yeah. Chill and, and do some family I to, time. I wanted to be with McKinley for her first birthday, first Christmas, everything like uninterrupted. So that was nice. Mm -hmm. I haven't done any posting. It's crazy. A little bit of here on here and there on Insta stories, but that's it. It was refreshing, let me tell you. Yeah. Refreshing. 
Okay. Well, we've got some current events to talk about and um, a couple other little things we'll get into today. And hey, maybe even some listener feedback on the new Hello Baby hotline <laughs> that we have people calling in now if uh, and to leave us some, some messages and feedback. And hey, that number is 323-544-3051 if you want to call in and leave some feedback. Let's get this episode started, shall we? Let's do it. Here we go. All righty then. All righty. Let's get going. So, you wanted to be home for McKinley's birthday, which was December 30th. Yes. How did that day go for you, especially considering we gave up a trip to Vail, Colorado uh, with a bunch of our friends over the New Year holiday? I mean, it went exactly how I expected it to go. Which was what? It was her birthday. She's <laughs> like, one, so she didn't. She doesn't understand the concept of presents yet. She doesn't understand it's her birthday. It was just the fact that it was her first birthday and I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to be away from her. Um, look, and so we made her a smash cake. So she had her first cake and she loved it. It was adorable and it was a wonderful. She's since had another smash cake. Um, just on her own. <laughs> no, for a photo shoot, we did a, a smash cake photo session, which we haven't seen those photos yet. I'm very excited to get those back. Um, but it went exactly like that. I mean, it was her birthday and um, we did her cake and sang to her and I made her her favorite dinner and that was it. Okay. Well, what I was more kind of referring to is just, I was poking and prodding at Angela a he, little bit. He was giving me a hard time, but I wasn't going to feed into it, She guys. wasn't feeding in. That's what I was, that was what I was doing. I was not going to give him his way. I don't know if we shared it or not, but we had a, an invitation to go to Vail, Colorado over the New Year holiday with a bunch of our friends and, uh, you know, a lot of couples were going. It would have been a, a really fun thing and unfortunately it fell over her birthday. So here's the thing. I said at least at minimum 10 times that Matt should go, but I personally just didn't want to leave on her birthday. And I suggested, hey, we could leave the night of the 30th if you want after, you know, like, I just want to be here on her birthday. That was just me. It's my first kid. Maybe, maybe in the future, I won't be like that. I don't know. But like, it was just really important to me to be here. Well, most, most everyone was leaving like the day after New Year's or something. So it would have been a little late to uh, arrive to the party but no first of all Angela did tell me to go but of course I'm not gonna go on her birthday by myself when a bunch of our friends were there with couples and um, also you would probably never let me I knew you're gonna go there you're gonna think no so you didn't want to be a bad parent is what it was no that's absolutely true and I 100% admit that I and and as much Put it as on I'm, me but in reality it's it's you as much as I'm teasing I wouldn't go by myself no i wouldn't but uh i i do like to sort of blame you and uh i he i've would, heard it so many times that it's like honestly i'm just like over it you would never <laughs> ever let me live that one down if i if i yes, went away I for her first birthday party listen i'm not the type of wife who tells you to do something and then if you do it then i get mad at you for it like i can't be mad at you for something that i'm giving you but my do you my that like one go time ahead that you told me to go golfing okay that was before we were married <laughs> that and that was a special circumstance please don't even bring that let up me let me tell the quick story 
And then let me tell you, let me fill in all the gaps that you're about to leave out. All right, sure. Quick story goes, I uh, was, it, my friend called me up and said, hey, do you want to go golfing? I said, you know what? Uh, let me let me check in, see what Angela was thinking for today and then see what she had planned on, or planned on doing and all that kind of stuff. And I went in there to, I believe we were in uh, the bedroom. She was in the master closet, you know, putting away some clothes or something like that or organizing what she she does best in, in the closets. And um, I said, can I go golfing? What do you think about that? And she said, okay. So naturally, being a guy, I was like, great. She's cool with me going golfing. Whatever we were going to do, we'll do it later. I proceeded to go about my day. My friend showed up at my house, I don't know, say 45 minutes later, to pick me up, I start to walk out of the house into the driveway, and out comes Angela with a chip on her shoulder. And I uh, got in a huge fight. Did I, I honestly don't remember. Did I end up golfing? Yes, you did. Okay. So that shows who wears the pants in this relationship. Do you want me to fill in all the gaps that you <laughs> left gaping wide yeah, open? Go ahead, please. Um, you were leaving for Africa. <laughs> That's why I got upset with you. When you when? came in, it was it was a Saturday morning. I had worked all week because I was working corporate America still. You had worked all week. You were on 90210. It was Saturday morning. And you came in and said, hey, I, I think I want to go golfing with Brooke. And I was just like, and I, and I answered it to you in a way that I was like, like any person would have known that my answer was no. Like, no, I want to spend wait, the wait. day with you. When you say any but person, I, do you mean any female? I, I answered it in a way that I was like, yeah, whatever. Like that. <laughs> That's what I did. So, but this was seven years ago. This is when we were newly, like I was here, just gotten here. We had, we weren't even engaged yet. We weren't even engaged yet. You were prepping to fly to Africa to shoot a movie. And like, I think the very next day you were leaving for Africa, if I remember correctly. The next day? Yeah. It was it was like that. And I was just like dumbfounded that you were like coming in and saying like, hey, I'm about to go golfing because let's let's be honest, that's a, an all day thing. Like it's a minimum of four hours for 18. So I was just annoyed. I was annoyed and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I thought he's not going to do it. He's not going to leave the room and actually do it, especially the way that I answered him. And the next thing I know here, here Brooke is to pick you up. And I'm just like, what? Are you for real doing this when you're flying halfway across the world to go film a movie? Like, what? That's what happened. <laughs> that is what happened. And that is the day that I learned to never tell you to do something unless I fully mean to go do something. So basically. I learned my lesson. I'm just like a standard guy. When you tell me something, I take it at face value. Ladies who are listening to this. I mean, like, Really? Would any man not understand when he's leaving to go to Africa to shoot a project and is going to have no means of communicating with you while he's there? Because you, were, you weren't going to like South Africa where you'd have Wi-Fi. You were going into the middle of Kenya, Kenya where you had no Wi-Fi. Sleeping in a tent. Sleeping in a tent in the middle of a tribe. You're staying with a tribe in Africa. Like it was just like. No, he's really not going to like this. No, he's not going to do that. He's not going to spend the day golfing oh, when he's man. leaving. No, no, oh. no. Yeah, you did. You did. Anyway. And then even though I got upset, you still left and golfed. Well, what was I supposed to do? I think when you got home, I wasn't there. Yeah, what was I supposed to do? I was dressed. Brooke was there to pick me up. Oh, I mean, I had made a tea time. Oh, I was mad. Boy. 
<laughs> I don't understand why, why you bring that up. I don't understand why you didn't say something to me like as soon as I hung up the phone with him as opposed to when because I was walking wasn't in out the room the door. with you. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, I don't man. even remember how that was. I'm mad at you now. all over again now. <laughs> Are you? That was dumb. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, well, we were talking about the trip to Vail. I don't regret it at all. I'm just giving you a hard time. We had a great time on her birthday. It was very uneventful. We didn't do a party. We're going to do a party later, I think. And uh, But yeah, like she said, we did the smash cake, took a bunch of pictures, a bunch of video. It was great. Her mom was here. My dad was here. My mom made the smash cake. Yeah. And it was just uh, overall a nice little day. Obviously, she had no idea. We opened a few gifts. She had no idea. She's not even at old enough to really care about ripping open gifts or boxes or anything. It's just not even there yet. So it was a little uneventful in in the birthday category but uh regardless we were here and now we can live our lives and not feel guilt for leaving our kid on her first birthday so any hooters let's uh hey i wanted to um you know talk about a couple of little articles and current events here that i saw well first of all let's let's new year right Obviously, people make resolutions. We kind of talked about these last episode on our resolutions and uh, what we wanted to do. I came across a People.com article talking about celebrity moms and dads share their parenting New Year's resolution. And I thought, boom, perfect. Let's talk about what some of these celebrities um, are uh, making as their parenting resolutions. Cause we were kind of talking about well, what is a parenting resolution and what, you know, but uh, here's 10 of them right here. Actually, I don't know if I'll read all 10. Cause I don't, I don't know a couple of these people. Uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler said she wants to give herself more time. Me time more me time. Yeah. Me time. If I'm not being paid to leave my kids, I'm going to be with them, which is wonderful. But sometimes mommy needs a break. I'm just going to take a few more. I get it. Absolutely, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, You probably know this, but I don't, and I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't know if this girl's name is Hilaria or Hilaria Baldwin. It's Hilaria. It is Hilaria Baldwin? As far as I know, because it's Hillary. Hilaria. Like hilarious. Yes, but I think it's Hilaria. That's is how she, I've heard it pronounced. Is she? Is she foreign? I'm not sure. I was actually, um, when I was at Fashion Week, she was doing a fitting when I was in um, Badgley Mishka, and they said her name was Hilaria. Okay. It's Alec Baldwin's wife, I suppose. Yes. Yes. Uh, she says, I've really been focusing on teaching my kids kindness and compassion. Interesting. I want to be the primary, I want that to be the primary focus of new of the new year. That's a good resolution. What I'm confused about is that they have four kids under the age of five. Uh-huh. I thought he had older kids. Um, well, he does. Wow. Right? I don't know. Wow. What, he's a lot of kids or? Yeah. Yeah. If that, I mean, if that's the case. Isn't Haley Baldwin? Uh... That's his niece. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, number three, Tia, Tia Maori. She wants to make more time for me. <laughs> this is a pretty common theme for yep. moms. Yep. With two kids, it's been challenging. So uh, more me time. Uh, number four, Eric Winter. 
He says, uh, Oh my gosh, he used to be on uh, my soap that I used to watch in high school. What soap was that? Days. Okay. He says, without question, and I, I feel like I relate to this guy. He says, without question, my parenting resolution is to be more patient, especially with my daughter. Being a parent is incredibly rewarding, but it's by far one of the most challenging things I've ever had to do, especially as my daughter gets older and becomes her own in little individual. She's amazing, incredibly strong and independent, but with that comes our job to harness that amazing energy into consistently kind and respectful young lady. This takes patience. I get it, Eric. And and uh, by the way, uh, oh, he's on the rookie with Titus. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um, I felt like that was a really like thought out uh, response. Response, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Heidi Pratt? I didn't know they had a kid. They just had a kid. Really? Oh, no, 14 months. Okay. I thought, I thought she had a baby after us, but apparently it was before us. Okay. Heidi Pratt. Heidi Pratt and Spencer Pratt. Uh, New Year's resolution is to be less stressed and not worry about the little things. Becoming a mom has been such a blessing, has come with so many new challenges. I would also like to expand our family in 2019. Okay. So so 14 months, and they're thinking about a number two. (laughs) Um, Justin Baldoni. Uh, Let's see. I'm acknowledging my full-on addiction to my phone and staying connected. And will instead be working on staying connected to my family. That's another. That's another really like keen observation, you know, mm-hmm. about all the time we spend on social media and whatnot. And if we just put that time into family time and connecting, boy, how valuable would that be? Mm-hmm. He's just saying. I think the present is something we have to work on, and working hard to create memories for my kids that don't involve daddy staring at his phone. And that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Really, really interesting. Okay. Number. I don't know who this is. Move along. Move along. Move along. Teddy Mellencamp. I know that because you watch uh, The Housewives, right? That's a housewife? Isn't it? Yeah, it says Housewife of Beverly Hills. I'm honestly, I haven't watched in a long time, but I, when I, when I can catch an episode, I do watch OC and Beverly Hills, but I'm, like I'm not like up to date by any means. Well, her she basically says she's setting daily goals. I wonder if she took um Sassoon uh uh remember Vidal Sassoon's daughter was on there? I yeah, I do remember that. I think she left after one season. I bet you this is who took her spot. Angela loves the housewives and occasionally I will watch with her. But I don't keep up with them religiously at all. Specifically because I'll get a back scratched her. That's my rule. If I'm going to watch like a show with her. Yeah, but then once the, if the cat fights start breaking out, you, you're you done. You're like, we got to change oh, that. Oh, I can't. It's so ridiculous. I just like to see. Okay, so I don't like the cat fights. I don't like the drama. I like to see their lifestyles. I like yeah, to see their houses. I like to see their clothes. Yeah, I'll give you that. Their makeup, stuff right. like that. Their, yeah. the, you know, what they're, where they're going, where they're traveling. I don't like to see the, the hair pulling, fighting, like throwing drinks on each other i don't like that Um, well it's either manufactured which is stupid or it's not manufactured which is even stupider so that's my two cents on on those shows i think atlanta a lot of it's manufactured um at least the episodes i had seen years and years ago Uh i haven't seen it lately so i have no opinion on that but man i think oc might be real a lot of their fights they might be real all right uh, I'm gonna skip. Uh, I'm gonna skip nine and ten because I don't know who they are. And I don't... That's enough, anyways. We did good. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, no, no, I'm going to skip over this article too. This is about Fandy Newton's 12, 13, 14-year-old daughter starting to act. Uh, there's really no reason to talk about that. I thought we could talk about that and, and professions and whatnot. Um, she, all she, she, her daughter is acting in, in Dumbo. She was 12 when they filmed the movie. She's 14 now. And Thandie Newton is just saying that she's waiting in the wings to pounce on people who are going to be mean to her. Um, be mean to her wife for her performance? I, you know, I don't know. Just well, be, that's, just, not, just, that's not fair. Just being in the public eye, that's, I guess, or, or doing the profession that... Uh, I mean, when you act you're opening yourself up to criticism that's just how it is well look it stuck out to me because obviously i'm an actor and i don't think i want mckinley to act yeah and that's why this this you said that before we even knew it was a girl you're like my child will not be an actor that's why this article stuck out to me and why i was going to talk about it a little bit which i guess we already are now but um she just said you know that she's like thrilled by the way look at her little girl she's so pretty Mm -hmm. very pretty little girl there's a picture here um she said she's got me this to be this she tiger waiting to pounce at any moment, just looking after her. Yeah, I don't even really know what she's referring to. I guess just just the business. You know, this business can be hard. It can be kind of gross, a lot of judgment. Uh it is a business where you are opening yourself up to be told no a million times more than you'll be told yes. Well, and sure. so that's why I don't understand any actor who wants their child to be in the industry because you have to have the thickest skin. Yeah. Yes. 99% of the time it is rejection. You know, someone like Fandy Newton knows that she knows the real business. Um, but it does like kind of eats at me when you, you see or hear of like these stage parents and, and all these other, uh, cities, I guess, you know, Atlanta and just stuff like that. And I say Atlanta because I grew up there and I've kind of seen it. Uh, where it's their parent, the parents' dream. They're driving their kids all around to be like to do the auditions, to do the auditions yeah. and do the acting and the modeling and all that kind and of the stuff. Pageants. And, yeah, and I, I don't know. I just and if you are one of those parents, I mean, I, I guess good for you, but I don't know. Is it really what your kid wants, or is it kind of what you want? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. I personally wouldn't want to spend my time that way. That's yeah. just me personally. I just wouldn't want to be spending my time in casting calls all the time. That's just miserable. I don't want to, I don't even want to go to auditions with you, let alone have to take my kid and hope that she's going to be behave or be in a good mood or not be tired or whatever, you know, like that's just sounds miserable. Yeah. I think, it takes a, I think it takes a special kind of parent in order to, to have the, uh, maybe audacity to get to to keep going at it, you know. Yeah, I I guess um, maybe it's just a TV and movie thing. Well, that that's not true because there there's reality shows and you you know what happens. There there's a name for it. It's called a momager instead of a manager. It's just a momager. A stage mom. St- stage mom. You know, just they're living their life vicariously through their kid. And I think it's something they always wanted to do and they want the attention and whatever. I don't know. I just, um, after experiencing this business now for 13, 14 something years, um, I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's hard. It's the worst industry 
the worst. And I'll tell you why it's the worst. Because when else do you go in for a job of any type that you are being told that you are not good enough for a physical reason or for a performance reason? The physicality aspect of it, you can't really do anything about unless it's a weight thing. But the performance part is the part that you really have you know, worked on and perfected and that's your art. So either way, when you're getting told no and you're getting critiqued on either one of those things, it's like soul crushing. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, is like, it that different from like a sports career? I mean, you've worked your whole life. But you're to not be the, being told that you're not like you're not good looking enough. You're being told that you're not good enough. You're you're Yeah, but like that's what I'm talking about. There's a physical side of it and then there's an an, an art side of it. So like you can just walk into a room and they can just say, hmm, you're not pretty enough. Or you're not ugly enough. Or you're not ugly enough. Or you're not. You're not tall enough. You're not short enough. You're not. White enough. White enough. You're not you're black not, enough. Yeah, whatever it is, you're not enough, 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 enough. And that's from the physical side of it, where you're not going to get that in sports or any other industry. No, but I'm just saying in sports, you have people saying like, nah, you're not good enough. But my point is for that, for people who are being told that it's a physicality thing, that they're not enough, whatever that enough is, it's something that they can't fix. You know what I mean? I, I absolutely see what you're saying. All, all I'm kind of. That's why I'm saying it's different than any any other rejection career-wise. Yeah, whatever. I digress. You're right. Uh, it is. It's extremely tough, and I, I don't think that I would want her doing it. So we can close the uh, <laughs> the book on that discussion, I suppose. Well, it's 2019, and you know what they say. New year, new you. If you want to do something good for your health in 2019, Care Of makes it easy to stick to your health-related resolutions. You can build a whole vitamin routine that's made just for you and your health goals. Well, I did that quite a while ago, if you remember. We've been taking care of for a while because I love it. Yep. And all you have to do is take their online quiz because it lets you know exactly what you need. Their fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices, and takes only about five minutes to find out your personal scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. And can I share something that I really love about Care Of? A portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. I think that's really cool. That's really cool. Getting your vitamins should be easy and convenient. So Care of delivers daily vitamin and supplement packets customized to your recommendations to promote personal health and wellness. It's so cool. They're tiny little packets that have your name on them and it has a little fun quote of the day. I just, I love it. Yep. And it's just easy. And you can even track your progress with the Care of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins. So pretty cool. You guys should check it out. If you do want to check it out for 25% off your first month of personalized Care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter baby. That's 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code baby. Hey, there are a couple other articles that I kind of wanted to actually, you know what? Should we play some listener feedback? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Um, like I mentioned, we got uh, voicemail line. The Hello Baby voicemail line. Yeah, I came home yesterday from running errands and he's all of a sudden like, hey, guess what? We're getting voicemails. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 
And um, I thought it would be fun for you guys it to be able fun. to call in. We can hear you guys. And it's an international thing, which is so cool. And of course, we're going to play it for everyone to hear the questions themselves. Instead of just reading some some comments, you're going to be live and in person. So let's go ahead and get started here. And I'm going to play the first. We got a few here, but I'll go ahead and play the uh, the first one here. Here we go. Hi, this is Dell from Katy, Texas. Uh, my question is, I was wondering if you guys have ever had a moment, kind of more recently, I guess, since your daughter was turning one or just after she turned one where she did something and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. She really understands us. She's actually turning into a person and not a baby. Have you ever had that kind of aha moment yet? Thanks. All right. Hey, thanks, Dell from Katy, Texas. We're very familiar with Katy, Texas. We've been to Katy, Texas multiple times. Yep. I have family in Katy, Texas. Yep. My dad lives in Katy, Texas. My sister. Yep. Nephews, brother-in-law. Anyhow, thanks for calling in. Interesting question. It's thoughtful. Yeah, it is, for sure. And I guess my answer to that, she's saying, you know, is there, have you had an aha moment where you're like, oh, this is a little person? We've I, had a lot I, of those reasons. We have had a lot of them. Yeah. I, would, I would tend to say that more so in something she did, it's just... Physically, I will yes. look at her and be like, oh my gosh, she got big. She's a little person. Just today we did it. I did it just right before we started recording, actually. Did you? Yeah. What was it? Yeah, because I went to nurse her um, before bedtime and she, her feet, her body's so long that her feet doesn't, doesn't fit in the chair anymore. Like that, she's hanging over English? the, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Her, <laughs> her little body is so long that she doesn't fit across the chair anymore. She's like hanging off the edges. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we were uh, in the playroom, and she was over there standing at her toy box and uh, facing away from us. And I think we even took a picture of it because it was cute. But, man, she just looked tall. She looked uh, just, like, fully... Fully fully formed, developed. This is the wrong phrases. But she just looked... (laughs) proportional yeah. to a toddler. Yeah, is what she doesn't I, is what look like a baby say. anymore. She looks like a kid. Yeah, and that was scary. Like her little body. That was scary. We noticed that in the bathtub last night too. We were saying that because she was standing up in the bathtub and I'm like, right. she looks so tall. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and I feel like she's losing even her cheeks a little bit are yeah, thinning out. they are. She's still got, she's still got the rolls on the legs. She's though, got the man. rolls on the legs, but I Big you know, time. You know what? I did feel like her belly and everything was kind of thinning out. Like, yeah. like now her shoulder area is sort of, I was looking at her back and, and it's kind of like a little bit of a V shape. Like she's, she looks like she's like healthy and in shape. Like <laughs> she's losing that baby fat around her shoulders and her belly and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's, it's a little yeah. more straight up and down now. I, I was such a, a, like an, like overly thin child, like skinny, skinny, skinny. I mean, my nickname still is Minnie Mouse in my family, but Skinny Minnie. She, I just, I hope that she gets. A, she's not as thin as I was because I was sickly thin. I was always sick. Now you were in a car seat until when? Um, I was supposed to be in a car seat till fourth grade because in Ohio you're supposed to be in a car seat till you're fifty pounds, and it took me to fourth grade to hit fifty pounds. I was like thirty something pounds in first grade. That's low. So, 
That's low. And then, yeah, okay. Well, I guess there's really no one, not much more to say about that. <laughs> I was waiting for what you. I'm. I'm. Doing, I know you're doing. I'm two, doing you can't do two else, things at and once. You're not babe. helping me. You're not facilitating as a co-host because here. I was talking to you and waiting for your response. <laughs> That's not my fault. Goodness. Okay. All right. Look. Um. Here's another. We got. We got a couple more here. Okay. Let's legs. go. Hi, Hello Movie Podcast. This is Amy from Atlanta. Oh my God, I love you guys, Angela, Matt, and Baby McKinley, and happy belated birthday to her. I love the podcast, you guys. Even though I'm not a parent, I love it. Like it's so interesting. I love you guys. Bye. Oh, thanks, Amy. Yeah, thanks. That was super nice. What, we love Atlanta. What accent was that? I don't know, but it wasn't a southern one. No, I don't think so. I think it was like... It sounded uh, Irish to me. Yeah, like New Zealand or something. I thought I heard Irish, but maybe I'm wrong. Amy, you're going to have to DM us and tell us where you're from. <laughs> um, but we do love Atlanta. Love Atlanta. And thanks for the, the belated birthday. Yeah, too. that was sweet. That was sweet. And I'm glad that you're finding things interesting, even though you're not a parent. I mean, I wonder what it is that... If you're not a parent out there and you're listening and you like the show, wh- what is it that you're you're digging about it? I mean... Like DM us and, and give us a shout. Maybe we we know we can do more of this type of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I, it makes me curious. Maybe we're just like really appealing personalities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they like to listen to us bicker. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be it. <laughs> they wanna they wanna just listen to us argue about you golfing when you were leaving for Africa and leaving me behind. <laughs> you think that's it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, next up. Let's see. Who else do we even have here? Okay, here we go. Um, looks like this one. I don't know if she said her name here. Okay. We'll see. Hi, I am a mom with a one on the way. I wanted to say that I really appreciate you guys' podcast, and I really enjoy following along with you guys. My two questions would be um, for Angela, what is your pump schedule, and what was it throughout the whole time? And then how about breastfeeding while leaving a baby, pumping while away, baby being home, all that fun jazz. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Well, shoot. We don't have a name. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless it, there's like a little bit of a cutout section in the top, unless she said it there. Well, I, I caught what she said. She said, hi, I'm a mom and I have one on the way. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah congratulations. Um, so I'm not pumping anymore. PTL. Praise the Lord. I am done pumping. I have loved every second of breastfeeding, but pumping for me was just a nightmare. I hated it so much. It felt daunting. Um, For pumping, what I really did was I didn't have a true schedule, but when I was stockpiling my freezer, and man, I was, I did. I really got the the freezer stocked up, didn't I, at one point, like, or a couple points. Yeah, you sure did. I was, I felt pretty proud of that. Um, what I would do is I would get up in the morning, I would feed her and immediately following her first feeding of the morning, I would then pump because you're, you're just, your breasts are so full, um, that you can still keep producing even after that first pump and that, or I'm sorry, first, uh, feed. And that for me was the only time that I could really pump after a feed and get like a good solid, um, you know, however much there was at one point I was, I was able to, to nurse her first after her first feeding and still get like what would you like probably like four to six ounces I, i'd say if i yeah, remember a lot. um and then what i would do is i would feed her the rest of the day and then once she started sleeping through the night which if y'all remember she started sleeping through the night early like six weeks i would then 
feed her a bottle at the at bedtime and it would be milk that I had pumped. And then I would pump immediately after she went to bed and then I would pump one more time before I went to bed. So I was only pumping three times a day. Um, and then a lot of, but I didn't pump every single morning after that first feed, just sometimes because it just, it was, it felt daunting to me. Not to mention like I, it's hard to take care of her when Matt was, you know, off working on Timeless and I didn't have it to be hooked up to pumps and then also being, you know, taking care of her. So I didn't do that all the time, but I did pump every single night, every single night. Then as my supply started to go down because she started eating less and she started eating more or nursing less and eating more solids. I only really pumped at night, you know, or if she would feed, you know, skip a feeding or I was out busy running errands or whatever. And then a bottle was given to her. And then I really just stopped pumping. What would you say? Just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You would do like one last one at night or something. But I would only do that if I didn't feed her at bedtime. If I fed her at bedtime, then I wouldn't pump because I wasn't getting any milk. My, I, I literally have don't have much at all anymore because she's only nursing twice a day now, if that, maybe once a day. Uh, and she's drinking cow's milk now too. So she gets at least one yeah. bottle of cow's milk on her second nap of the day. And we should say, because she specifically asked about leaving the baby and pumping. Yeah. Uh, we did go on a couple of trips, which we I think we probably talked about in past episodes. Yeah. I think we went to New York once. Mm-hmm. And uh, requested a refrigerator or freezer from the hotel. Yep. We did that. Angela pumped and... Um, I froze all of the milk. Froze the milk. And then we used a service, not sponsored, by the way, called Milk Stork. I can't believe you remember that. That's uh, kind the of The brand. Easy, I, I couldn't yeah. remember. I was sitting here trying to remember the name of the brand. Yeah. I'm so glad you remember. And they do like a basically refrigerated or frozen um, shipping method for breast milk. Mm-hmm. They like send you the box and uh, So basically what you do is you get a hold of them before you travel and then when you arrive at your hotel, they have the the freezer box ready to go. So you don't even have to worry about having a freezer in your room if you don't want to. Yeah, and I think the box comes with the ice packs and it's one of those things where you break it and then it and then it freezes. It's like dry ice. I don't know what it is, but anyhow, that's what we did and we shipped you know, we FedEx some breast milk home to uh, California. I think from it beat us home, didn't it? It might have. Um, and then it was the, like I think it's overnight. It, yeah. Then the other, the next, and and so whatever I pumped after we shipped, I took in my little cooler on the plane with me on board, and I froze my ice packs so that the it was kept really really cold, and the milk all made home made it home and it was fine. And when we went to Whistler, I did the same thing. I just had a freezer in the room, froze everything. And then just carried it all on board with me and it all made it back just fine. Yep. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll have some more feedback next time. Um, In the meantime, thanks guys for calling in. And hey, no yawns over there. Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for calling in and using the old Hello Baby voicemail hotline. Hotline. I don't even know what to call it yet. It's it's too new. It's a new toy. If you guys want to call in, (laughs) leave us some feedback. Ask us some some questions. Yeah. We can answer for you. And uh, we just overall love hearing from you guys. And it's even better. My voice is like getting a little... Getting tired there? I don't know. I'm kind of doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we love hearing your actual voices even more than we love uh, reading the DMs. Yeah, and stuff. it's so, so much more fun. It honestly. is more fun. I like it so much better. Isn't it? So call in at 323-544-3051. That's 323-544-3051. 3051, leave us a voicemail. <sighs> All right. 
Well, hey, um, since we talked about breast milk, breast milk. Yeah, I want you to read this particular article because I was really excited when I found this, and I feel like it's just is so cool. It's just really cool information. It's not new information. I just I realized it after I read the article that it's not new, but it's from like it's 2015. Uh, no, 2010. It's from 2010. Well, it says it's published in 2010, but maybe yeah. updated in 15. I'm yeah. not sure with exactly. I don't know what. how I found this. It, it popped up on my Facebook page for some reason. So here, here's a uh, the headline reads: Substance found in breast milk kills 40 types of cancer cells. Chew on that for a minute. I'm chewing. Or should I say, suck on that for a minute? Oh gosh. That's crazy. Swedish researchers have discovered. Should I try that one again? Swedish researchers. That's a hard one. It is hard. Have discovered that a substance found in human breast milk has the ability to kill cancer cells. The substance known as Hamlet. <laughs> That's funny. Was human alpha lactobalbum made lethal to tumor cells. That's what it stands for. <laughs> yep was discovered years ago, but recently just tested on humans. And so in the trial conducted at Lund University in Sweden, patients suffering from bladder cancer were treated with Hamlet. After each treatment, the patients excreted dead cancer cells in their urine, healthy cells remaining intact. That's incredible. But what did they? how did they treat them with the breast cancer cells? That it doesn't say. Or like, breast milk. I mean, it's not breast cancer. Were sorry, they, breast milk. Were they... Like were they shooting it with a syringe into their yeah, like, bladder? They, were they drinking it? What was it? Like I, I want to know. <laughs> were they more. using a Doctor Brown's bottle? <laughs> Gosh, um, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say. Or, or is that just? Uh, what are you doing? Just keep going. I just have something. I just remembered a story that I wanted to share with you. That this is so. Oh well, I was. Uh, she's she's taking over the computer here, and I'm. I was trying to read the rest of the article. Oh boy, what do you got here? Wait, what is this? Hang on. on. First, let me just finish this one up here. The next one would be... Okay, it says... That's crazy. 40 types of cancer. But it was the first one conducted on humans. The next step will be to test the substance on skin cancer and brain tumors. I wonder how those turned out. I mean... I don't know. I wonder if we could find that because now that's almost... Well, three full years ago now. Three? Babe, it's 2010. Well, but it says last update, 2015. So I assume whatever was... Yeah. 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 Uh, Okay. Let's go back to what Angela now was. I just had a, uh, like a, what's the opposite of a brain fart? Like a, a not epiphany. A, yeah, epiphany. I guess. A, a the light bulb went a off. A light bulb went off because we were talking about breast milk. And I remembered that a very popular photo went out recently of Rachel McAdams shooting for a Vogue, I believe, breast pumping. Like it's a completely stylized shoot with breast pumps on. And Hay- Hillary Duff recreated the photo making kind of light of it. Do you see what I'm... (laughs) This is very serious. I've never seen this photo. It's new. The Rachel McAdams? Yeah, it's not like an old one. I don't believe. I think it's it's new. It's Rachel McAdams. By the way, I didn't know she was a mom. Is she a mom? Yeah, her baby's six months old. Okay, so that... Like, it's all real and everything. Yeah, She's actually pumping real milk. Yeah, that's her milk. Okay. She's fully glammed out. Slick back hair. Bright red lipstick with a shirt open and a, I think she's wearing like Versace or something if I remember correctly. In a bra and she's got the the pumps on her boobs there and she's wearing bulg yeah she's wearing Bulgari diamonds. She's got a full 
meal on each boob there in mm-hmm. the in the little container. Yep. Well, that's pretty funny. Um, good for her, I guess. You know, it, it was just an interesting thing. But then, what really like made me laugh today is that Hillary Duff did it. Hillary Duff did it, but she did the complete opposite. She's <laughs> got a shower cap on because <laughs> if you read through the comments, because I actually stalked the comments a little bit, because I was just like. I was cracking up about this. Um, she was at, actually at the hair salon when she did this. And she's got a heating pad around her shoulders. If you look, that's a heating pad. And it's like a hand pump breast thing. It's, it's, it's like she's shoving pump. it on her breast. It's a hand pump. It's not a, a manual because she's at the hair salon. I saw her comment back. And she wrote a very short and sweet. So she she did a, a, a side by side okay. or on top of the other. And the yeah. top picture is Rachel McAdams with her breast pumps, like super chic and, you know, whatever it's either l or vogue i can't remember and then hillary duff is below her with her hand pump and her shower gavin all she wrote is am i doing this right i just cracked up i'm like this is awesome this is something i would have totally done that doesn't look like hillary duff to me at all really it does to me that's crazy i i i would i would have never recognized her <laughs> she looks a little bit more like shannon doherty in that photo you think so yeah a little bit it's just like the eyebrows. I think. The it's, I mean, it's the, maybe the dark eye, the dark eye makeup is throwing yeah, me a little bit. But yeah, possibly. this this just like cracked me up today, and I was just like, "This is wonderful. I love it." <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey, one more little article. Since you're talking about breast pumping, and there's uh, a lot of breasts going on today mm, in the news. A lot of breasts. Yeah, a lot of breasts. Anyway, here's an article. The headline is "Airman Mom of Two." Pumps breast milk while completing Iron Man. <laughs> this is this headline threw me off because I was like, "What does Airman Mom mean?" Because my brain set, my mindset was Iron Man. So what does Airman have to do with Iron Man? It, I, like I just couldn't even like figure the connection She's there. The Air Force. I I get it now, but like at, when I first read it, I was just like, "What?" So that that headline threw me a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So it's quite funny i think very cool of her i i suppose but it's 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 a kind of funny picture because she's literally running the iron man it actually might even be a video and she's decked out in her iron man spandex gear and and hat and like her little hydration backpack on which angela makes fun of me when i have to wear that oh my gosh camelback when i go hiking you gotta Uh, stay hydrated babe hydration bad though it just tastes like plastic when you drink out of that well look hydration is the key to life okay (laughs) Anyhow, this woman is literally mid-run, like her, you know, it's, it's a frozen picture, so her one leg is up and everything, and she's holding a pump with one hand and doing the pump and then holding it against her chest with the other hand as she's running. That's a hand pump, too. Yeah, well, definitely. I don't think she's going to string up an electronic right. pump to her while she's trying yeah. to run. Yeah. So she's, <laughs> she said she initially planned on using her breast pump during a brief stop, but realized that she was behind pace. So she had to do it. Pump on the go. 56 mile cycling portion. She had already biked for 56 miles. Talk about a super mom. Can we just say that? I mean, like, holy super mom. That is a super mom. She said, by the time I got off the bike, I knew I needed to pump. But I was looking at the personal record because I had a really awesome bike ride. I just thought I'm going to do it on my run. So she was doing really great. Not she wasn't behind. She was doing great. So she wanted to. So she wanted to keep record. it up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at this. 
right after I, she's talking about her kid, right after I had him, I waited six weeks and then was really excited when I got back to running again. Uh, you you kept telling me you, you can't move around after about... Uh, it was six weeks. Was it six weeks? Yeah, it was six weeks. You can run after six weeks? I, I wasn't allowed oh, to run because though. I had a C-section, but I was allowed to start light exercise at six weeks. Ah, yes. That's what my doctor said. I guess she was getting some pretty big smiles and whatnot from the women. That's that's pretty impressive right there. My gosh. That's one bad mother shut your mouth. Bad mother shut your mouth. Anyway, this episode is dedicated to that airman. Please, what is her name? Let's go back and see her name. Does it say her name? Jamie Sloan. Jamie Sloan. This episode is dedicated to you. And th- thank you for your service, by the way. <sighs> I mean that with all sincerity. Um, I think that's about it. Yep. I mean, I don't really have anything else to talk about, do you? No, I mean, I just remembered the Rachel McAdams breast pump photo. And I think that that was like the shout out of the decade. Yeah, know? that was a good find. I know. I good know. find. Shout out to Hillary Duff for having the humor and... and that's something I would totally to do. That. Would you? Yeah, I would totally she do that. Her boob I wouldn't open I wouldn't, and expose there. I mean, I wouldn't have my boob all the way out. Like that that was definitely like props to her. That that's just not my my style personally, but like cool for her. But I would totally recreate the photo. Like Rachel McAdams wasn't showing anything in hers. Well, no, because the, the It's all pumped. The suction thing is strapped on. Yeah. Well, no, but she had the this particular style top too, that like you couldn't see anything but the pump. It was almost like a sexy looking bra. Like, did you notice it that? Was like, it was like very yeah, strappy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a strappy like uh, bodice Is that style what you call top. It? Bodice top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, um, I think that's it for us. And and hello, baby. Uh, we're excited for 2019. I don't know. We might have some um, some things in store and um, big plans. I've, we're 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 thinking about. Uh, all kinds of life decisions and and whatnot, and uh, maybe we'll let you in on it. Who knows? But uh, we love that you guys are here with us, and we hope that you had an amazing New Year's and uh, that you're starting your 2019 off right, whatever your resolutions may be or whatever your uh, goals are you're wanting to get into. We hope that by the time you listen to this, you have already started because it is, as we record this, six days into the new year. So that is six out of 365 opportunities that you've had. And uh, I feel like I'm giving you a pep talk and I really haven't done much of anything in the last six days. So I need to take you my own advice. You get to work tonight? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So anyway, um, I think that's it. Signing off. I'm Matt Lanter. Thanks for listening. Um, I know you were going to say I'm Angela Lanter. That's me. And um, <laughs> uh, again, go follow us over to, uh, at Angela Lanter, at Matt Lanter, at Hello Baby podcast leave us a dm we do read those and again call us on the hello baby male voice line i gotta get this thing down number yeah the number you you know when you call and you talk and we hear it answering machine yeah like it's 1995 that's at 323-544-3051 we'll see you guys later all right bye guys (laughs) 